This week on Check Frame. Wicker Basket Shield. Coffin sledding. Hocus Pocus. The Garfield phone returns. Nipple poison. All that and more coming at you right now. Didn't I tell you? He's a ninja and a very dangerous man. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Check Frame Ninja Summer. I am one of your hosts, Josh. And I'm one of your hosts, Tiernan. And here we are on episode, I think, eight, eight now. Still bringing you ninjas, talking about ninja movies. Still watching ninja movies. And we're back here on part two of our Godfrey Ho extravaganza. Our Godfrey Hoedown. Hoedown. Aw, oh, that's the title now. You fixed it. Godfrey Hoedown. Um, this one was a mixed bag week. You know, we yeah. watch these Godfrey Ho movies and they're just kind of all over the place. Don't know what you're going to get, but what? you know it's going to be somewhat entertaining. Uh, at least it's not a trash pile poop bag like last <laughs> week's uh, Matt Helga movies. That is true. Uh, even though these are Probably worse made movies. Maybe not, no, not actually. Really, you know, not honestly, really. Not really. Because he just took other movies that were well made and inserted <laughs> not well made ninja scenes. Yes. Yeah. Inserted it. Add your own ninja. BYON. <laughs> BYON. Bring your own ninjas to the party when Godfrey Ho is hosting. Um, so, Godfrey Ho. Godfrey Ho. Yep, he's back doing exactly what we expected him to do. Though the third, the third movie we'll talk about is a surprise. It's a real movie, and he really made it. Yeah, he, he didn't did a, take like someone else's movie. Thing. He made a real movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into the first movie he did not make. Um, oh boy, 1986, Ninja Champion. Ninja Champion, revenge for rape. Uh, so from the from this look on your face, you seem to have not enjoyed Ninja Champion. Ah, Ninja Champion was stupid. I liked it way more than the other one. I didn't. I did not. The one thing, I, if there's one thing I liked about this movie, it was the inventive use of poisoned nipples. <laughs> <laughs> See? Way cool. One thing I liked about this movie. Uh, I have to say, I was happy to see Jack Lambeck. He uh, played Jaguar in Ninja Protector. And here he plays the boyfriend or former husband to a girl named Rose who gets raped and she's back for revenge. Yeah, this is a typical rape and revenge type thriller style yeah. movie. And because for once it's not three or four movies uh, linked together, it made narrative sense. It's just one movie with ninja scenes. Yeah, but I just did, you know, it just was there was no, like, the ninjas f came in for, like, no reason. Yeah, well, they came in for no reason in the other movies. I know, but it was more fun in the other uh, movies. See, that's where I disagree. I think the ninja scenes in this movie are way more fun because I, I really liked the order of them where he would go, he would hold up a photo of the person he's about to kill, and then he'd chop it with a sword, and then he stepped on it. And then, <laughs> then he'd go to a guy in a red clothes who was just doing, like, parlor tricks for some reason. Mm -hmm. Like, he's spinning discs, or he's like playing with batons or yeah. there's another one and then they fight and they need to kill him and that's it. 
And, but the last 20 minutes of this movie, after the whole actual movie's finished, and they just, just jumped on more fake ninja scenes, I thought that battle was great. That was a good battle. Okay. They had a wicker basket fight. Yeah. It was a shield made of wicker. Yep. Uh, they did this thing where their feet interlocked, and they kind of just pitter-pattered around for like 20 minutes. Yes, I they also, did. <laughs> I also really liked that it was all done at like a public park. Because <laughs> there's all these signs around that are like clearly like, keep off the grass. Right. Or, Welcome to this mile marker. And mm-hmm. then when he kills the guy, it's like on top of a jungle gym. Yeah. Which we have some multiple playground scenes in this movie today. Yep. Well, what else? What All else did you not facts. like about this movie? <laughs> um, you know, the, no, I'll, I'll name. I'm gonna stay positive. I'm naming the other things. That, the things <laughs> I liked. The other thing I liked was that uh, we got the return of the Garfield phone. Yeah, for a second, we had Richard Harrison when picks up his his favorite Garfield mm-hmm. phone to answer some very serious calls. <laughs> yeah, on a very silly phone. Just one call, actually. It's just like they just briefly put him in. And there is, and then he was gone again. Did we mention the fact that you, you, did we mention the fact yet that you now currently own a Garfield phone yeah, in real I life? No, you, you don't know. That's the sound of it right now. That's Garfield Oops. closing and open his eyes. I got that shit. Yeah, Josh got that wonderful birthday present this year, <laughs> <laughs> Garfield phone, and he has no landline to hook it up for. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Gonna get a landline just to use the Garfield phone. Take calls from Richard Harrison. Um, if there's one thing to 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 uh, that I would see, I both admire the adolescent style <laughs> of understanding of rape, and mm. then like at the same time just detest it. They say the word rape in the first half hour like ninety five times. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're a rapist. I'm gonna kill that rapist. I was raped. You're a rapist. 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 Rape. Like every other word is the word rape. Yes. They, and it's just like after a while, it's like, oh my god. Uh, but there is a good moment when she is dedicated because it's this whole plot where it's Rose and then her twin sister Cherry mm-hmm. um, later takes over to help finish the revenge. Um, yeah, with her, like, mute sidekick. Yeah, who, who there's a really horrible scene where she goes, don't kill him, he's just retarded. And you're like, oh, like you. And, that's, and then the bad guy says, all right, I'll kill you first, so when he dies, you won't know anything. It's like, well, if you, if you by saying that, she now knows that's going to happen, <laughs> so that was useless. Oh, this movie's despicable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um... Uh, you know, the, another thing I liked, I'll say, uh, was that there was some Pink Floyd music in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> that's always it's good. A real good pl- pl- some stolen Dark Side of the Moon music mm-hmm. to throw in the soundtrack. Um, there's a couple dance sequences. There's a dance <laughs> sequence that comes out of nowhere and makes no sense at all. It's like a big group dance sequence. Yeah, I love it. This is great. It's like makes zero sense. No, well, none whatsoever. Uh, there's but, also like I was really confused because we mentioned already the nipple blurring. I mm-hmm. mean, sorry, the nipple poisoning it was also Where nipple blurring. Previous well, yeah. to that, there was nudity, but it was blurred. Mm-hmm. So they like I was like, oh, this is gonna be like a censored 
movie there's like blurred nipples happening but then like a couple scenes later there's full-on nipple poisoning happening yeah. and it's a it's a right on nipple do we have to explain what nipple poisoning is i think i think it, <laughs> it's kind of self-explanatory yeah. but i don't know put poison on your nipples Put poison on your nipple and if if you know someone you want to kill is going to lick your nipple put some poison on that sucker <laughs> oh that was a nipple pun right there <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a very uh, very ingenious. Okay, well, uh, going back to week one, where would you rank this one? Would you rank this better or oh. worse than Diamond Ninja Force? <laughs> Diamond Ninja Force was not entertaining. Yeah. Like that was just boring for the most part. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, the ghost scenes were were awkward and and porny, por- soft creepy. Yeah, yeah, this one was. This one was more just like it had it wasn't boring like it, it was like had its weird crazy Godfrey Honus going on mm. but it was also it was just like gross like just despicable stuff happening yeah. and I just was uncomfortable and just like ugh this again you already mentioned how many times they just say rape yeah luckily i guess they only have one rape scene there is yeah but there's still that like the nipple poisoning (laughs) was revenge (laughs) but it was still a not fun thing to watch it's uncomfortable she did have some great other revenge moments too when she shot that guy's hand off yeah yeah (laughs) shot his hand clear off yeah while holding a sword then she stamped him a bunch with a sword yeah that's really great um all right yeah, there's also a really uncomfortably awkward, nonsensical blowjob scene. Like, oh, yeah. I yeah, don't know yeah. what's happening in that scene. It does not look like any two... It looks like these two humans were told about what a blowjob was once, like, five years ago. And for this, they tried to remember, like, what it was. Yeah, and after getting an injury or something. It, yeah, it may, it's, like, absolutely the most awkward thing ever. Ugh, so, so uncomfortable. This whole movie is just <laughs> uncomfortable. All right, well... I agree. I agree on your point, but for some reason, I still enjoyed it. Okay. Um, which I enjoyed a little less, but I still have lots of shining moments in our next movie, which was Zombie Zombie versus, versus Ninja. Sorry, I was late on that one. Pulling up, my notes are spread out all over the place this week. I kept forgetting my notebook. So, uh, yeah, Zombie versus Ninja. Zombie rival, the super master, an unholy alliance of good and evil, fight together to restore the balance. So that's the plan. Oh, zombie versus ninja, directed by Charles Lee. Wait a second. (laughs) That's not right. (laughs) Godfrey Ho's new fake name for Godfrey Ho. Yep. Um, well, he, I mean, he didn't really direct this movie. Right. Um, the real movie is called, yeah. I forgot. It's, it's it, another one that's got just ninjas spliced in that he yeah. shot some footage of. And it's then awesome. the rest of the movie is like an actual, like it's 90% of the movie is not his movie. Yeah. And it was originally made in 1983 called Undertaker in Shawa Province. And I believe it was a Korean film made by Kim Jong Yong is the name of the guy. Well, that's probably why I liked this movie more, mm-hmm. is that it was 90% like somebody else's somewhat entertaining, like, goofy martial arts comedy. Yeah. And, um, and when it comes to the ninja splicing in, this is one of the few movies where they kind of, they usually, the way they would interact with them in the prior two is just, like, through phone calls. Like, that's, like, how these two movies were connected, usually. But these had actual scenes where they would just be doing, like, like 
I, this guy's looking left, that guy's looking right, and they're obviously in different movies, mm-hmm. but they're talking to each other, but not because he's just dubbing it. That's why it convinced me. I didn't realize this was another movie until you told me. And I, I was like completely... Well, I, which makes me laugh so hard because they're clearly shot like VHS and 35 <laughs> and there's like definitely white human beings. I was just beings. tired and it was late at night. I had like a couple beers while watching this and I was just like, wow, this one seems like a more legitimate effort. Nope. Um, <laughs> it's actually almost zero effort in yeah. reality. He just took someone else's movie he had the rights to. Cut in some ninja stuff that he had used probably for other movies that he had shot five yeah. years ago or something. Uh, and the ninjas in his movie look like they're wearing garbage bags. Oh, uh, except for the guys who have headbands that just say nin on them. <laughs> yeah, nin and then pictures of ninjas. So maybe you can piece together it I means want nin. Those headbands. Nin ninja? Nin, nin nin ninja. I need to get one of those headbands yeah. for Halloween. Uh, we have yet to mention that this is another hopping vampire movie. <laughs> We need to have like a button we can press yeah. where like a big like crazy alarm goes off every time we see hopping ninjas mm-hmm. or hopping vampires because Which, we uh, have seen <laughs> so many Zhang Shi movies in the past two years. I didn't know last year. I didn't know this genre existed. Now I've seen I'm like the definitive expert on <laughs> the the, uh, yeah, the Austin Texas ex- expert here on Zhang Shi hopping Nin- vampire Zhang Shi yeah. films. Our, our soundboard needs just to be the sounds of them hopping because they go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, um, well, they're not really like the villains in this movie. No. Yeah, because our hero is kind of being trained by an undertaker. Yeah, actually a really common theme for a Zhang Shi type <laughs> movie is where there's... So in the lore of it, there's always there always has to be the undertaker slash like monk type mm-hmm. character who looks after the corpses and uh, has the power to, to bring them back to and from life mm-hmm. uh, he, by putting little, like, spells on them. Um, <clears throat> anyway, he's training up his apprentice, who, like, apparently, back in in these times when this movie takes place, <laughs> uh, if you were, like, if someone wanted an apprentice, they just could see someone, like, walking down the street and be like, you're my apprentice now! And the person would be like, what? I didn't want that job, oh. but I guess I have to. <laughs> Like, because that's exactly what happens yeah. to the main character in this movie. He's just like kind of minding his own business, and then gets caught by this undertaker who's like, mm, "I'm gonna make you my apprentice." And he's like, "Oh no!" Yeah, and, and then oh all of a God, sudden he this... has to spend his whole life as an undertaker. Oh, this undertaker and the voice that they <laughs> dub him in—it's the most obnoxious. Yeah, he has got horribly huge buck teeth. They're and... like chiclets. Yeah, they're so large. If this wasn't made. In a foreign country, I would be like, this is the most racist thing I've ever seen. I mean, it's made in Korea, and it might be a depiction of Chinese people, so it might still be racist. That's still a pretty common thing you see in Hong Kong movies. There's always, like, the annoying, like, over-the-top, like, jackass-type characters or dumb, like, annoying-type characters have big long teeth and like oftentimes have the little glasses mm-hmm. or like the long hair on the moles the long, and stuff. Like, yeah. wispy, creepy this is a scene hair. when our apprentice shaves him. Yeah. Away. Oh, I love that scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Tiernan loves a good shaving of a mole. It was just the prank. It was like supposedly a prank. He's like, I'm going to really get him back with this. And so in his sleep, he just like shaves off his wimpy little dinky mustache yep. and his like sideburns that were really gross, and the guy wakes up in the morning, he's like, oh, no! And then they fight for, like, two minutes. Yep. 
Um, um, so got- I guess that pretty much covers the plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, new apprentice becomes an undertaker, shaves his boss. Uh, zombies. Yeah, zombies, and then eventually fights a, b- a bunch of ninjas. So what's that, that's the other funny part about this. Godfrey Ho didn't need to splice in ninja scenes because there all were already ninja scenes in this right. movie. Like at the very end, there's a big climatic battle that goes on for like 12 years. It's which great. Is, uh, <laughs> a little, little less great, in my opinion. I think um, that's why I like this, or I had more fun with this, is, is there's like some actual martial arts See, like the other one on. had it, too, though, with uh, Jack Lamb. He's good. Jack Lamb is good. That's and he true. Has, Jack Lamb had some scenes where he's doing the thing he does, where he just kicks people in the I face, and it's great. some other Godfrey Ho stuff that's had pretty good uh, martial arts fun. Yeah, I mean, the it. guy knew what he was doing. He worked on but Shaw Brothers movies. T- yeah, I know. That's true. That is true. But this one had just Way more, more than Matt Helga knew. This one was really clearly trying to rip off Jackie Chan's style at the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it very much so, like, takes the same sort of physical comedy elements Mm -hmm. and just, like, completely tries to do the same type of stuff. They use a lot of, like, random pieces of furniture to fight Mm -hmm. with. Which is the thing he actually does take on to our next movie. He definitely definitely does some Jackie Chan-style ripping off in our third movie this week. Yes, that's true. Um, So anyway, we're talking about the zombies or what were we talking about oh, how they had already had the, ninjas oh, there was already ninjas. no need to put more ninjas in. and there was already zombies but he didn't add any more of those but they're yeah. not technically zombies they're yeah. like we said the hopping vampires yeah, um anyway they uh they hop around um <laughs> yeah they do and our master continues to say amazing amazing things oh so My many good lines favorite thing he says or was actually wasn't said by uh, the master, the undertaker, he's trying to pull a prank on the apprentice by creating a vampire for him to fight to see if he can yes. fight a vampire. And uh, he he runs off. He goes, I gotta take a shit. And then <laughs> yeah, he goes yeah. off to do that. But he's not. He, but there's clearly in the movie he wouldn't have said that. No, and that's not no. what he's going to do. But it's so good. And the apprentice walks up to um walks around and sees him and goes, oh. I've never seen a person take a shit like that before. In fact, I've never watched a person take a shit before. <laughs> yeah, it's such an incredible, incredible piece of dialogue. Yeah, that, you know, clearly uh, was not being said, and that's like what Godfrey Ho wrote for the guy to be dubbed in. Oh, but it, and it's beautiful. And then, it's beautiful word art. Yeah, and the other thing that he, right after that, when he fights the zombie, the, mattress, the master goes, this kid's useless, can't even beat a zombie. Yep. I yeah, love that. That was a great line. Uh, he also is in in a uh, in a training montage. There's like several training montages in this. Yeah, like um, several hundred. Yeah, where he's training him to become an undertaker and training him to be a fighter, training mm-hmm. him to do all these different things. But uh, there's this great montage sequence where he's he, he's uh, like lifting stuff and whatever, and then his master turns to him explaining some rules. And the apprentice like mumbles something, and he and the master goes, "Understand?" And he says, "Yes." I can't hear you louder. Yes, I said louder. <laughs> yes. And then in the middle of that, it cuts. <laughs> <laughs> there, I yeah. think I was just peeking. A no, you lot. were so close. You oh, were good. You, we did good. it right. Everyone's uh, gonna love hearing me say <laughs> re- repeat that scene. It's going to be the highlight. Uh, um, 
I don't know. Maybe I was just not in the right mode. Maybe I was too late at night when I watched this that I was just like not getting into it. But like I said, there are so many different small moments that I loved a lot. Like when he goes sledding on the on coffin. A coffin. <laughs> oh! okay, instantly, any movie that does that is the coolest thing ever. It's a pretty I'm, great scene. This winter, I'm going to go back up home to North just to go coffin sledding. Coffin sledding. Ugh. But if there was any movie this week that I like genuinely loved, and it might be... My favorite Godfrey Ho movie tied with Ninja Terminator, and that would be our third movie this week, American Commando Ninja. I really appreciate your bravery. Huh, you're quite a guy. Really? American Commando Ninja, who has one American, no commandos, and her ninja isn't American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Directed by Lo Gio. Oh, wait uh, a second. <laughs> Lo Gio. More Get like, out of here. Yeah, we know you're Godfrey Ho. We know you're Godfrey Ho, Lo Gio. And this is a legitimate movie. He shot it all on VHS. It's all one thing. One movie, one narrative. It's cohesive. Yeah. <laughs> to a point. To a, to a point. And it is priceless. Yes. I loved this movie so much. It's great. When it's the movie starts off, hocus pocus. Yeah, <laughs> right after the bat, when our when a master of our ninja goes, you're gonna have to fight some hocus pocus, and he goes, hocus pocus, yeah, hocus, hocus pocus. pocus. <laughs> <laughs> and he has like this frosted hair yeah. to make him look like he's an old wise man. Yeah. Uh, yep. And he's like thirty. Yeah. Um. How do you? How, I guess to explain the plot, there is a guy named Tanaka who has a formula. Yeah. yeah, he's got a it. he's got a really important formula. <laughs> yep, and uh, the, there's a ninja trying to get it. Yep. So the bad guy, the bad guy who is a white American, <laughs> the only American in this movie. Yep. Um, he wants that formula, and then the hocus pocus guy also wants this formula, but for good. And the ninja wants to get the formula for good reasons too. So the no, the formula can't get out and hurt people for whatever reason. Yes. And then there's two girls. One of which who wears a Confederate flag shorts. Um, and uh, there's a really great scene with dramatic couch punching. I mean, let's, let's back up. Okay. Those Confederate flag shorts. Those are not the only fabulous shorts in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I think it's very important that we mention just the sheer amount of incredible bright neon tiny short shorts there are in this yeah, movie. Yeah, that are worn by our ninja and Every, worn by our Hocus Pocuser. Yep. And for a movie that talks about Hocus Pocus so much, there's like one scene with Hocus Pocus Yeah, happening. and that's when he says, wow, I really appreciate your bravery. You're one heck of a guy. <laughs> like, that's because he did one moment of Hocus Pocus. Yeah, and yeah. it was like some smoke fizzled out of his hand. Yeah, and threw a piece of paper at him. Yeah, <laughs> threw a piece of paper that burst into flames. Yep. Ah, Hocus <sighs> Pocus. Oh, man, this has some extreme Godfrey Ho-style action where it's a lot of, like, triple, four quadruple takes of things going on. When a guy shoots a gun, he goes, bang! But then they show him, go, bang, 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 bang! And it's all yeah. the same one cut. It's the same take, yeah, just, like, re-looping yeah. over and over and over. Or like a flip that goes, flip, 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 And then he lands. Yeah, it's, it's so much I GIF could, material. I would watch an hour and a half of that. <laughs> just true. this flip, 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 flip. 
It's it's really fantastic. I I love all that. That's some some of the best stuff. He also got real creative with scene transitions in this movie. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Every single like wipe or fade out, fade in is like the craziest like patterns for fade outs and 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 wipes and and iris type things. Like it's just like all over the crazy place like like Star Wars-y, George Lucas-style stuff, but, like, to the max. Yeah, where it's, like, 11. diamonds, like, mm-hmm. unfolding on the screen to transition between cuts. Oh, I, I also forgot to mention one of my favorite things that I love about this movie is that our ninja is named David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the Hocus Pocus guy is Larry. So Larry. together they are Larry David. Larry David. Yeah. Hocus our, Pocus ninjas. Yeah. Um, And this was, what, shot in... It was definitely not shot in the States. No. Uh, I can't remember which who was back in Hong Kong when he made this one or not. Yeah. But, man, how many... Just, like, I love shot on video, direct video movies, and how many do you get that are ninja movies? Like, that's, like, priceless to me. Yeah. Like, obviously, we watched a lot of VHS movies, but most of them were shot with big budgets or re-edited or what have you, but this is... Shot on video. Oh, it's so great. And, uh, yeah, it's got... Got a real good slap bass soundtrack too. Yep, and there's so many quotes in this one. So, so yeah, many. like never trust a scientist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Didn't you know that, guys? Or uh, once again, when someone goes hocus pocus, it's not best. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Uh, anyway, the bad guys are Martin and Mark as well. <laughs> really great names. Our climax in this movie takes place for legitimate. Like it is a kids school playground yes yeah yeah that's right like a guy flips a down a couple uh, jungle gyms in this week yeah or a like Parks. a pick, like a neon blue slide that he pushes a guy down oh yeah dangerous stunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that was uh that was american commando ninja and that was a real good time at the yeah. movies god i love it so much and it's I'll, I'm good. It's good to know that we've still got like 108 more Godfrey Home movies out there waiting for us. Yeah, we're never gonna run out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just keep duplicating themselves. They're like auto reproducing. Like, like this cat's coming and meowing yeah. in here now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he's a fan. He's a fan. Uh, so I gotta say, I I snuck in a bonus. Bonus ninja. Bonus ninja movie this week. A little sneaky me. <laughs> oh, you're so sneaky, too, Sneaky this week, and I went to the Alamo Draft House Ritz in downtown Austin, Texas, and I saw You Only Live Twice. The best yet from the film creators of. Oh, man. I love this movie. I like James Bond a lot, and this is one of my favorite ones. And I know you haven't seen this, Josh. No, I haven't seen this one. Um, This (laughs) this cat is attacking you. (laughs) He likes ninjas. Uh, He's getting way too excited. Hey, what's up? (laughs) So, anyway. um, Yeah, so this is... I, I mentioned... Or I wanted to go see this movie because, A, I already love it. It's mm-hmm. a really great one. But, B, because 
<clears throat> it's the James Bond movie that takes place in Japan and has ninjas in it. And we mentioned in an earlier episode, in our, uh, classic, our classic episode. ninja episode, that Raul Dahl, the author, famous young children's author, mm-hmm. of, author of Willy Wonka, or I mean, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and The Witches, and James and the Giant Peach. Is that right? Yeah, is that wrong? Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fantastic well. Mr. Yeah. Fox. Um, yeah. Wonderful author for kids. I read a lot of his books when I was younger. Anyway, he also wrote some James Bond stuff. <laughs> so he wrote You Only Live Twice, and uh, he had supposedly went to Japan to do research, and he saw the movie Shinobi no Mono, which mm-hmm. we watched. And it and was great. And it was amazing. So, of course, he would want to steal from it, and he figured no one would ever know because no one in the U.S. would probably see Shinobi no Mono at mm-hmm. that particular time. And still going on. Barely anyone's seen that movie. Yeah. So he stole a ton of stuff. And there's so many, like, I hadn't seen this movie with Shinobi no Mono in mind before, so that's why I wanted to make sure I went and saw it this week. Mm-hmm. And it was just really fascinating to see how much he like directly ripped off. Like, you know, the, there's when James Bond, basically, uh, if you don't know the movie, James Bond fakes his own death or the government fakes the death, his death for him so that he can go deep, deep undercover in Japan to find out who is sending these rockets into space that are capturing our astronauts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. That makes a lot of sense. So, uh, uh, it, it, it's, I, well, I shouldn't give why, it away. Why to pick I shouldn't on a, give it away. Why to pick on our nerds, really? You know, come on. They're just, they're just scientists in space. But if, I mean, at this point, if you haven't seen it, I mean, just see it. It's, I'm not going to give away too much, but the, mm-hmm. it basically winds up being, it's Blofeld who works for Spectre. He's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. one of the big, big Bond villains. He's and that one villains. is... He's what Dr. Evil's like based on. He's the bald guy. Donald Pleasance, Donald Pleasance plays, plays him. him. Okay. Yeah, uh, and, <clears throat> and he's got, he's famous for having this cat in his arms and like the cat hated him in, mm-hmm. re- in real life. So, like, there's all these scenes in this movie where Donald Pleasance is just, like, holding on to this cat, like, way too hard just to get him to stay in his yeah. arms, and the cat's eyes are just, like, bulging out, just like, fuck this guy! I hate him! And, he, and he gets away a couple times and just books it. And that's a callback to Shinobi Monmono, because the, the general, at all times, had the cats. Oh, wow! Yeah. Maybe he stole the cat, he too! He stole the cat, too. Yeah, because this was, I believe, the first Blofeld appearance, this mm-hmm. one. I think. Um, I may be wrong on that, but I think it's the first Blofeld appearance. But yeah, the evil general in Shinobi Mono is always carrying kittens Maybe around. he stole the cat. I don't know if Am that's I... in Ian Fleming's novel or not, mm-hmm. if the cat's there. Probably not, but who knows? Uh, or somebody knows. So, yeah, someone who's clearly Some, just read the book Somebody who's read the book. Those are too <laughs> knows. easy to figure Send out. Send us an email. <laughs> Tweet at us. Get mad at us on the internet. Yeah. Send please. us some troll hate. Um, so and we'll send ninjas after you. He, he, he steals, you know, there's, you get a ninja training camp mm-hmm. and the ninjas are good in this one. Okay. They're like, James Bond goes to study under the ninjas and he, he's the guy he's working with to get super undercover keeps repeating and telling him before the like training montage, he says, you must become a Japanese. You must become a Japanese and become a ninja. <laughs> to get like super <laughs> undercover and then he's going to go live. I don't understand how it really works, like why he needs to go this deep undercover. So he has to become a Japanese <laughs> and then, and he's not saying it like an accent, like yeah. you must become a Japanese. He's saying you must become a Japanese. It's just a strange phrasing. Yeah. And then he, and then he goes to like marry a girl in a tall, small, like 
country town. But yeah, that's more typical Bond right there. Yeah. Very, very, well, that's all of part of his undercover thing. Oh. But this is also one of the more insensitive Bonds because it's horribly sexist, just like all the Bonds, but it also has Sean Connery literally getting, there's a scene where he gets makeup to become a Japanese oh. and just like gets Japanese prosthetic eyes put on and like, oh, uh, yeah, all that stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, and he's Ooh. just, he's also just like lumbering around like way taller than all of them and wearing the, little straw hat and, mm-hmm. and just like crouching next to them as he's walking around. It's, it's pretty insensitive, but it, it doesn't feel terrible cause it's just that time period. Like they're not trying to be insulting or anything. It's just, it doesn't feel good, but it's like, <laughs> it, it feels like, okay, this is that time period. It's this dated. is just it feels dated. It's yeah. dated. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there's throwing stars. Um, Connery learns, to be a ninja ninjutsu and never really use it. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe he, he does sneak into the volcano base. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, there so you go. Some sneaky. He gets We didn't sneaky. have much sneaking this. this no, week. not, not much. Yeah. Africa do not sneak. They just jump into scenes. That's true. Um, I also think that most of the ninjas this week were bad, except for an American commando. He was a good ninja. Yeah. No, well, I guess the Gabriel ones always have bad ninjas and good ninjas. Yeah. They're kind of all over the yeah. place, but the biggest rip off from Shinobi no Mono was that there, there's a, the string dripping poison scene. Uh, okay. They like find Connery and he's sleeping next to like this woman he's fallen for mm-hmm. and they poison, they try to poison him, but it drips into this lady's mouth. You know what so would have worked? real pissed off. You know what really would have worked to get rid of Bond? Nipples. <laughs> poison that nipple. <laughs> yeah. Would have got Bond two minutes into this movie. He would have been dead. <laughs> Franchise over. Nipple poison. It's true. It's true. He's, he sleeps with quite a few ladies yeah. in this. Uh, if, uh, if you're out there and you're the next screenwriter of the next possible Daniel Craig Steel Bond. poison nipples. Yeah, that'll, that's a way to kill Daniel Craig's character right there. Take a note from whoever made the movie that Godfrey Ho ripped off for his own movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that's that, it. That's yeah. our, that's our, we're done with Godfrey Ho this season. No sh- more Godfrey Ho right now. I'm not done in my life. Say no should- to Ho. Yeah. Well, no. Say no, yes to Ho. Say yes to Ho. He's still got a hundred something more movies out there. And I still, I highly recommend his Cynthia Rothrock movies. Those were like legitimate movies. 90s ones. Yeah. And he had a budget and she's great. Yeah. I'm probably not going to watch three of his movies in his week, in a week again, but no. I'm definitely going to want to seek out some more Godfrey Ho. Yeah. Um, and next week we're going, we're delving back into the world of canon and we're delving back in the world of Shokasugi and I couldn't be any more excited. So excited about We're going to watch Enter the Ninja. And we're going to have like some good quality formats to watch them yeah, on. they're going to be, be on beautiful, Blu-rays. beautiful Blu-ray. Uh. So get yourself a copy of Enter the Ninja. Get yourself a copy of Revenge of the Ninja. Get yourself a copy of Ninja, Ninja 3. Ninja Domination. Priceless. These are going to be great. We're going to have a lot of fun next week. Yeah. Um, and until then, tweet at us. Yeah, Twitter at CheckFramePod. Gmail, CheckFramePodcast at gmail.com. Facebook, CheckFramePodcast. And, and then slow this part down so you can understand it. And then slow it down even more to hear our secret ninja message. In reverse. Yeah, play it in reverse. Slow in reverse. Slow in reverse. Then while you're listening to it, stand do a handstand. Yes, 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 y
<laughs> yeah, that's a clip of what it sounds like. It's a secret. Yeah. You got to get the decoder ring too. Yep. So send us send us an email. We'll send you the decoder ring in 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 the actual mail. Yeah, I mean it will be hidden in a box of cereal. But, but also that. you got to ship us fifteen ninety nine, <laughs> plus shipping and handling. Yeah, and I want your uh, all your credit card information. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You can just get on PayPal if you want. You could PayPal us. Send yeah. us the PayPal link. And then for fifteen ninety nine. You plus shipping have, and handling. Plus shipping and handling. We'll get you that decoder ring. <laughs> In a cereal box. Yep. Uh, but to be able to open it, you're going to need our special Ninja cereal box opener. Yep. Uh, it looks exactly like a katana. Yeah. So you got to get one of those. And that's going to cost you $35.99. You're just yep. going to have to go to our Facebook group, mm-hmm. like us, and then uh, leave a comment. And then we'll reply back. And you can direct message us on Twitter, and then uh, we'll send you a link where you can find uh, where on Amazon you can you can get that for thirty five dollars. Thirty five dollars plus and, shipping and handling. Yeah, and then if you uh, tweet it, tweet us, um, I love your ninja. We will give you a coupon for ninety nine cents off. Yeah, ninety nine cents off. Yeah, but Save if you do that, that money. if you tweet us each time, will be an additional coupon. Yes. So if you do it 34 times, you'll get 34 free coupons. Yeah, but... But you can only use one coupon per item, though. Oh, exactly. Only once at a time. So you can get as many coupons as you want, but you can only use them one at a time. So, you know, if you're thinking of stockpiling a whole bunch of these... uh, uh, Oh, box cereal box openers or cereal boxes with decoder rings. Yeah, if you want to get like a hundred of those, we'll give you like a hundred bucks off. Yeah. But it's just a dollar off for each one. So perfect. It'd be yeah. really good deal. And every single one of these boxes, every single one of these rings, and every single one of these box opener cutters all have our phrase, our catchphrase: "Stay ninja." 